Well, what an assurance that is to know that we're a child of the Almighty. I want to begin reading this morning. If you've got your Bibles with you, or maybe you at home have your Bibles, uh, turn to the first chapter of Genesis. I want to read portions of this first chapter. <clears throat> it says, In the beginning God created heaven and earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the water. A face of the deep, I'm sorry. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Moving on down. Sixth verse. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And let it divide the waters from the waters. The ninth verse. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. Eleventh yeah. verse. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and fruit yielding and fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Fourteenth verse, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day and the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Twentieth verse, and God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that it may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind. 24th verse, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and the beast of the earth after his kind, and it was so. 26th verse, and God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. What a beautiful picture of creation. 
You know, it's, uh, it's, it's been a rather uh, chaotic time in all of our lives for the last almost a year now. What with restrictions and maybe having to stay home and having to wear a mask and having to wash our hands constantly and worry about hand sanitizer and look at how we're worshiping this morning. Yeah. It's quite a change from <laughs> what we're accustomed to. So it's changed a lot of things. It, 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 has, it has created um, anxiety, I guess you might say, to a certain degree. And what I would like to say is kind of chaos a little bit. It's a little chaotic. Would you not agree? It's kind of chaotic. Even, um, even our political situation has been chaotic. And, of course, the events that happened in Washington the week before last, just to some level, it's unnerving. I'll just have to be honest with you. It's just unnerving, it's just chaos. I mean, if you saw any of the videos from that day, it was just chaos. And it's hard to imagine that it happens in our time. But it did, it did, it did. And we pray for better days, <laughs> I'll just say that. We pray for better days. But in a spiritual sense, I believe that the Holy Spirit takes our lives from chaos mm -hmm. to peace. <clears throat> and I think it, it's different for all of us at different levels. But I believe that the Spirit of God can take us, has the ability, let's, let me rephrase that, has the ability to take us from Chaos to peace. And I'm talking about on the inner man. There's a lot of external things that we have no control over. Right? We don't control. But I just believe the Holy Spirit can give us some level of peace in our lives. So I was thinking about these verses in Genesis. And I want to go back and look at a couple of them. Um, the second verse says, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Somehow my mind, in reading this creation story, skips over that particular verse. But think about it. There was darkness and void. There was Nothing. It was chaos. If you want to, I mean, if you think about it in those terms, it was just pure chaos. I don't know whether you've ever experienced total darkness, but one time I had I had a chance to visit a uh, a salt mine, and and we descended. I don't know how many feet it was below the surface, but it was a long ways. It felt like two miles, but it wasn't quite that far. And, of course, the way was lit, so you could see. And, and, and the guide said, I want to demonstrate to you what darkness is. And he had him turn off the lights. And I never will forget the feeling of darkness. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face. I mean, it was darkness. No light whatsoever. There wasn't any emergency lights shining. I mean, it was darkness. And it made an impression on me that day when I think about reading 
these verses, the earth was without form and darkness was upon the face of the deep. It was just chaos. And, and then as I begin to read these verses, God is taking total chaos and making something out of it. He's bringing order. And so as I was reading these verses, it is just astonishing to me as I read them. He's creating things in the right. He's creating light and darkness. Let's set the stage for that. We need light. We need darkness. Created the firmament, the waters. He created the heavens, the light. And then once he got the water and the day and the night and all these things in the firmament, he started creating grass and trees. What does it say? And the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding and the fruit after its kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth. Order, order, order. And then he created creatures. They had to eat, right? He created these creatures and created whales and fowl and everything that moved. And then he created cattle and creeping things and beasts on the earth. And then he created humans. After all of this order was all set from darkness and void and nothingness to bringing about a perfect world. Would you have to agree? That was a perfect world. Everything these Adam and Eve needed was provided for them. But they broke their trust with God. And as a result, chaos developed. Didn't take long before um, Cain and Abel. Murder. That wasn't God's will. And if you, you read further along in the book of Genesis, we learn that God almost destroyed everything on the face of the earth. Yet, he said, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And he saved his family and animals on the earth. And so, in thinking about this, I just believe that God, through the scriptures, was bringing this chaos to us and bringing us redemption through the life of Jesus Christ. To bring us order and bring us peace in a world that's so confusing and so undone, it's just amazing to me. And it manifests itself in the things we have seen in the last few weeks in some way or other. It really does. But I believe that God has promised us more than chaos in our life. He has promised us peace. So we read, um, I thought of these verses. So what, what, I mean, what does that mean? If God wants us to have peace, what does that mean? Is he just going to 
send us a cup of peace in the mail or, <laughs> you know, is he just going to overwhelm us and take us over and, okay, you need peace and you need peace. And, but he wants to give us that same spirit that moved on that void in that darkness. I believe I see, and, and you probably would agree with me, I believe I see through the entire Bible the impact of the Holy Spirit in the life of people that never failed. Never failed. And then with the life and death of Jesus Christ and his resurrection, that Holy Spirit can become a part of who we are and live in our life. And take the chaos that the enemy has created and bring order. And you might say, my life is not chaos. I'm fine. But I'm, if you have not made a commitment to serve the Lord, that's really where you are. I mean, I, I don't want to be harsh about it. I don't want to alienate anybody, but that's where you are. If you have not made that commitment, if you're not living a life pleasing to God through the power of the Holy Spirit, the scripture, and we call it being sanctified, then you're not a part of the song we sing, I'm a child of the King. And you can't sing that with all meaning and purpose. And it's not what I think or what anybody else thinks, but it is a relationship between you and God. And you have got to get it worked out. You've got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I thought of a, a New Testament scripture, and I'll be quick here. It's in the uh, 14th chapter of John. Jesus talking to his disciples. He say, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father that he may give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him for he dwelleth in you and shall be in you. And then Jesus told these same disciples over in the uh, 16th chapter of John. These things, the 33rd verse, these things I have spoken unto you. That ye might have peace. Not chaos. Not void. Not darkness. But that you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. We're not immune. I don't feel like I'm immune from anything that goes on in life. I'm just not. And maybe you feel immune. But I don't feel immune from anything. Life is just life. In the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. A chapter of Romans says this. For I am persuaded. Uh, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or sword or peril or sword 
Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded. Are you persuaded this morning? I hope you are. I would encourage you to be persuaded. Ask God to give you some faith. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. You know, our country's kind of concerned about next week, aren't we? At a, at a country level, I'm talking about, aren't we? But you may have some chaos in your life that needs to find a peace. Yeah. Tr things trouble. Troubles of earth. What did you say? Troubles of earth so often overtake me. Yeah, Burdens right. of life with heartache and care. Heavenly love will never forsake me. Filling my need, Jesus is there. Nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Don't we have confidence there today? I do. I'm telling you, I've just got confidence that God is going to take care of his people. And it may be some through the water, some through the flood, some through the fire. It may be those things. It may be those things. I've had this song in my Bible for long time and I, I, it's just when I think of the creation and I guess it, it, it was it brought to my mind back just before Christmas uh, when I think it was Jupiter and Saturn mm -hmm. started moving close to each other and then like on the 21st it almost looked like they were one planet and as the days uh, before then you kept seeing it move closer and closer and it just <laughs> it was amazing to me it was just I was fixated on it almost but when I see what God has done and how great he is that he cares about me and he cares about you but this song is called Redeemer it says who taught the sun where to stand in the morning and who taught the ocean you can only come this far and who showed the moon where to hide till evening whose words alone catch a falling star the very same God that spins things in orbit runs to the weary the worn and the weak and the same gentle hands that hold me when I'm broken they conquer death and bring me victory. The Course says, well, I know my Redeemer lives. All creation testifies. This life within me cries, for I know my Redeemer lives. I'm thankful for that this morning. I know we have a lot of things to pray for today. We're humans living in a, this real world and there's always things in our fellowship that need our prayers, right? Yeah. Always, always, always. So we have an opportunity today. If you've got a burden, let's pray with you. But
It may not be something you wish to share. That's fine. But while we stand, let's come up if it will, and we'll unite in word of prayer.